Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that says, I scream, you scream, we all scream for content. 31 flavors. Yep, 31 flavors of it. It's the Awful Service Podcast. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with... Nathan Smith. We've got uh, Third Mike and uh, Atlantean. Rebecca Wilson. <laughs> She's from a lost continent, sunken under the sea. Yes. You know it, baby. <laughs> We've got the person voted most likely to smell like Matacati. Hey. hey, as long as it ain't microwave. I don't like that microwave manicot. This is very true. Uh, we all- uh, oh, hey, I can't you tell by the voice? It's me, Nathan Smedzrud. It's me, Joe Cocasello, everybody. <laughs> North Dakota, North Dakota. Your dad was a photographer. We get it, Nate. Uh, also joining us is a special guest contributor and overall great sport. Andrew Wegleiter? Yes. I never know what it's going to be. <laughs> I know. I change it up every time. Keeping you on your toes, Andy. On the toes. On the toes, toes. on the toes. We also have our audio. That's going to be one of your. We have audio producer. <laughs> and, and guy on his toes. Yes, and guy on his toes. Uh, we have audio producer and uh, who just. Uh, my favorite halfling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's me, Jalen. I'm gnome paladin right now. Oh, nice. Edgar. Yeah, we just started a campaign today. You guys Wait, didn't ask. Really? A gnome paladin? You weren't going something yeah. along with, like, thief or rogue? Aww. No, I see, I had to roll it. Oh, uh, okay. And I rolled my gotcha. race, so I ended up with a terrible combination. Yeah. yeah. And what is his name? Uh, Edgar. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I based it off of this guy, Edgar Casey. Uh, we're, okay, we're not a deep. <laughs> <laughs> You were lost on me. Yeah, about to say. Lord of the Rings, right? Uh, you guys, we're making awful history yet again. Uh, that's impossible. Uh, this what? is not one, two, three, four, or five. This is the sixth Andrew to do our show. <laughs> That's like an Andrew every like uh, like eleven episodes. We're not even, that. We're not even <laughs> to that point. Yeah, seven. What happened in your guys' decade? It's true. Uh, he's the Rochester comedy phenom. Uh, we have Andy Ooh, Fisher on the podcast. You guys, welcome, Andy. <laughs> hey, hi guys. Thanks for having me. Hi, Andy. Hello. What's your what 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 do you play when you play uh, Lord of the, when you play Lord of the Rings? What do you play? <laughs> what, is, what is your class in D anD? I have no idea what that means, but to, in the efforts of being a good sport, I'm the guy who sits at the end of the table and drinks and isn't allowed to touch anything. I get I get told to shut up when I ask, "What's that mean?" That's me. That's <laughs> so you're you're also a gnome paladin. We get it. Uh, sure. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, this is the Awful Service Podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about working customer service jobs and the stories there within. Um, the first segment on the show is something we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. All right there, Andy. Uh, the resume, again, is a section where we could talk about the jobs and the stories there within. Uh, have at her. Sure. Um, I waited tables for about a decade. My first time waiting tables was, uh, well, it's a little bit before that. I, I had a job with the dining services at the U of M when I was going there way back when. Uh, transition from that into waiting tables at Olive Garden. Uh, oh. Hopped around from a couple of those. Went to a couple of other places. A couple of Olive Gardens? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, uh, I don't stick around a lot of places long <laughs> is kind of a theme you'll see. Because then I ended up like at a macaroni grill at a handful of small mom and pop restaurants. Uh, eventually worked my way up. Are they all pasta based? A lot of them. A lot of them. There's there's some bad Italian food theme going on through it, but did spend a long time at fine dining your... restaurants, which was, the money was great. Everything else about it was just all that much worse and amplified over and above what all the easy joints were. So, um, it sounds yeah. like you worked at a lot of restaurants that people took uh, that were like the birthday or anniversary or special occasion spots. Oh, God. Yeah, had a number of those. Uh, didn't take me long to realize when you see people start rounding people up to go sing happy birthday, it's time to go hide in the walk-in or some shit, you know? Oh, that's the that's that's the time. Like, oh, I, I got to go out and have my cigarette <laughs> break. You don't smoke. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start. Yeah. Just, <laughs> did, did you have to do, like, the happy, happy birthday from all of us to you? Or did you guys have... Never never that one specifically. Ugh. God, what the hell was the, the Buena Festa? Was the Olive Garden song? I don't even want to try to rehash that memory because it's going to come back and then I'm going to dream about it for like three weeks. So save that one for another time, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I had to do those kind of stupid songs. And and it got to the point, right, after I'd done it for a few years, I just realized people would be like, come sing happy birthday. And I would just go, no, and keep doing what I was doing. I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just quit fucking around with it, you know? Like, yeah. I'd rather roll silverware. Yeah, right? I'll do your side work. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, so uh, uh, Smezzard and myself uh, both used to work for a place called Space Aliens, which is a is the, the premier oh, right alien-themed restaurant of North Dakota and northern central Minnesota. Is there another alien-themed restaurant? Um, there is a couple in like other spots, <laughs> but they're good. Um, <laughs> our, ours is just like if a if like kind of like a sad Chuck E. Cheese uh, with booze, lots of booze, and better and, and potatoes booze. and, and Cajun potatoes. ranch dressing. Uh, oh, I missed the Cajun. Space Aliens. I worked at the song was it was the Happy Happy Birthday, but it was a variant of it where it was Happy Happy Birthday from the Space Deck crew. We came down from our spaceship so we could party with you. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, no, it gets better. And then Zemo, who was a giant alien, and it was always a kitchen person they would put in it because they wanted to keep the illusion going 
So it couldn't be a front of house person. <laughs> so they'd always find like this giant, like we always had giant, it's fucking central Minnesota. The shortest cook we had was like 5'8". And they would put these football pads, it was like a football pads that you'd put on, and it was this giant grayhead alien with a cape and big fingers, which is perfect for a children's restaurant. Oh, no. Just There's a probing oh. reference somewhere in all of that? I, yes, yeah, yeah, the fingering. Failed, right? Very much so. It was, oh, it was so fucking scary. It was great. Uh, we scarred so many children. It was. There. <laughs> You think we're kidding? We had. Why does Zobo the alien smell like the fryer? <laughs> because he <laughs> makes the Martian munchies, Joe. Come on, get on. <laughs> that was a real item, by the way. They were called Martian munchies, and they were oh, and they, they were, were they were one of the best things at that restaurant. What was that like, like a blooming onion? No, what was we that? had those too. They were literally called <laughs> Outer Space Onion Blossoms. What the fuck? It was the worst named thing at our restaurant, like Outer Space Onion. How have we not had a whole show where we go over this menu? Oh, we, we, we will. <laughs> like, should, we should break the whole menu down of like just from appetizers to fucking desserts and drinks. We should just go through the whole thing and just just destroy a space aliens menu. To their credit, they put in the legwork to give an alien-themed title to every item on the menu. They're, they're not good alien-themed items, but they did. They did. The best one, alien burger. They just ran out of. They ran out of yeah. steam by that point. And, and, and you can eat it in the bar from Mars or Area Fifty One. What is it? That would have been too much. That would have been too no, much like the no, you can't. Copyright. Is burger supposed to imply that it's made of alien? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. No, because uh, you can also get an alien vegan burger. It was burger. a subtle nod to the person who was cooking the burger for the people on the floor. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn. You should have just called it the meth burger. That was in the North Dakota locations. <laughs> Fair enough. So you worked at, you worked at all these uh, bougie-ass Italian restaurants. Or I, I say Italian in quotation marks, of course. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you worked for when you compare anything to Space Aliens, the restaurant, everything is, is bougie. True. You're not wrong, though. Uh, say any. You say, worked at a pizza. Fancy pants. Somebody it's, shops at Target. Oh, is that a was that a Michelin starred Pizza Hut? It, <laughs> if Olive Garden is Target, then Space Aliens is Dollar Tree. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because what's funny what's funny about that is the store that I used to work at in St. Cloud now is a dollar store. So the Space Aliens they, they they sold out and that's now a dollar store. Anyway, it's so now a dollar it store. It has to have been, especially with the Olive Garden man, the soup salad and breadsticks, lunch shit. God, just the nightmare. That sounds like nightmare fuel, man. Oh, for sure. For sure. The soup salad breadsticks at lunch wasn't even the worst. The worst was the never-ending pasta bowl. Oh, oh right. man. And I was only at Olive Gardens for like, oh, man, like a two years maybe? Two years total at the two different ones I was at. And, and like, so I only saw one season of never-ending pasta bowl at each place. But people who had been there knew that, like, oh, here come the pasta bowl regulars. These people you wouldn't see for nine months out of the year. Pasta bowl starts, and here they they just banging down the doors, waddling in at five thirty. Like we want the pasta. They're gonna tip a dollar. They're gonna eat like nine bowls of pasta and sauce. They're gonna go home and shit liquid. It's you know. I, 
Wait, so was there Andy was Fisher? The was there any records? Did you see some ridiculous possible people where it was like, <laughs> give me another one? And you're just one like, I don't know. in particular I, that I don't want to, like, God, I feel like I'm being mean. Just, <laughs> they're never just bringing them up, but Jesus they Christ. They were being mean. They, they were being mean by horrible people. asking you to they serve were, them. Yeah, no, they were, and they were, they were nasty about it too. They, they were not nice. And so, like, they, they'd come in and I swear to God, they'd leave their kids at home. And we knew that because they'd talk about it and remind us that like, we came here because we got a sitter, serve mm-hmm. me, right? Like those kind of people. And they, they would go through like three bowls of, of, of soup a piece. They'd want salad too, because they'd each order the opposite, right? One order salad, one order soup. And they're sharing like crazy, which we're not supposed to let them do, but don't you dare try to double charge these guys. Cause they'll freak out right <laughs> and so they, they'd eat like three meals worth of food from their starters and then it was pasta bowl time and i swear to god they would top out at like double digits that was that was where they'd, they'd be hitting like nine or ten and you know okay they're gonna order the chocolate cake and go home now right oh. so that that was ah god they they were awful and three friends three of my best friends when i first moved to minnesota all worked at the same Red Lobster, and it's the same story with endless shrimp. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, it's the same same parent company too. They know how to. Yeah, right. They, they know how to please their demographic. They would like start like having to pump themselves up like two weeks before it even started. Like, all right, gotta go in, gotta get in the right headspace because we're gonna be dealing with some of the worst <laughs> fucking bottom feeding planet for the next month and a half. More shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, you guys are making me feel bad. Go to I I used to go to Red Lobster with my friends in high school and we would get the cheddar biscuits and then they'd drop off a thing of cheddar biscuits and we would eat all of them before they got back to like drop off. And so they would like we're like always constant rotation. So slam cheddar the cheddar biscuits. biscuits. Drop off the drinks. And then slam the like, oh, let me get you some more tre- Cheddar Bay biscuits. And you slam your drinks. So then when they come back with more Cheddar Bay biscuits, they'd have to refill your drinks. It's just a constant rotation. Oh, well, it was God. all about getting the, be- the biscuits. <laughs> That's what we were there for. Yeah. We tipped well. <laughs> we tipped well, but we were biscuit whores. If you're coming by the table, back away from the table. If you're going to be stopping by... Bring us some more biscuits. They sent us home they with a bag of you guys biscuits. Are the biscuit, the biscuit yeah, right. a-holes. It puts the biscuits in the basket or else it gets the Yelp review again. <laughs> you guys weren't the kind that would like split an appetizer and then fill up on biscuits, were you? Like, no, 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 no. We were, I mean, we were a rowdy group of You were a rowdy group of biscuit eaters. Red Lobster. We were Apparently respectful. You're putting, your, <laughs> you're putting your weird places at 15 years old. It's all baseball cards and cheddar biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> Lobster nachos and like... It's all Pokemon, Pokemon cards. That's Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Did you ever have like the people who would try to like order a bunch of the pasta bowls and then like, oh, we need a to-go box. <laughs> How oh, do yeah, you pasta bowl a to-go <laughs> You kidding me? Every goddamn day. <laughs> oh god! Oh, what asses! At least have the decency to smuggle in your own Tupperware. Right? You know, hide your shame. 
the one thing I have seen that that I I felt like was an urban legend till I saw it happen was the old lady with the Ziploc in her purse. <laughs> right? And at that point I'm like, "Lady, I'll put it in a box for you." Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trying to Hell smuggle yeah. out some fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> There's no you reason for your fake Louis Vuitton to smell like Alfredo for the next three weeks. <laughs> Did you ever get the sense that they were like uh, voting for a marathon? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Not <laughs> one time. Not so ever. <laughs> no. no. I had a, had a wrestling team one time that I, I believed. You know, you can see the cauliflower ears. So, you know, all right, they're not they're not making it up. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, like that. Like I, I, I'm very fortunate that I never worked at a place where we had like the endless bread. You know, like oh. like the endless breadsticks or Cheddar Bay biscuits or anything like the breadsticks. Man, that had to get fucking just because the macaroni grill does like endless bread too, don't they? Yeah, but it's like toasted rolls and stuff. And people get fucking violent about that shit, right? You know, you tell them they're not supposed to. You expect human decency to win out, and you understand that there's a huge margin of people that that aren't gonna be cool about stuff. So just, just let them have their way. Collect your three dollars and turn that table. Just shaking know? the bread bowl in the air like a, a garçon. <laughs> yeah, right. I used to work for Famous Dave's, and people were like, "Oh, well, Olive Garden has all-you-can-eat breadsticks. Why don't you have all-you-can-eat cornbread?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'd alert their doctor if they have but one. Like, like, <laughs> corn, like that cornbread and an Italian breadstick, very different. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, we've said it on this podcast before, but the cornbread at Famous Dave's, the calorie count on one piece of the cornbread muffin at Famous Dave's mm -hmm. is the caloric equivalent of a Big Mac. Yeah. And then you put extra really? honey yeah. on top. Butter crusted in corn? Because like, you have to. What Good makes Lord. it addictive is that we put movie theater butter <laughs> on top of the cornbread muffin. It's not that not real butter shit, you know, that they the same stuff they toss yeah. that in. And then they put this, like, it's not even real honey. It's just high fructose corn syrup that's flavored like honey. And they put, like, a... Th it, it's literally... It has to be, like, a quarter-inch layer on top of uh. every fucking muffin. And... Like, people would eat six of these things. Yeah, because that sounds amazing. Because that sounds, yes. <laughs> like, all of those things. Well, it's cake. You're eating cake. I'm eating cake. <laughs> That's why it's good. Give me that <laughs> corn cake. That's what we should have called it, though, is corn cake, not corn bread. Why is it not unlimited corn cake? <laughs> Dude, I... Just gonna reach over and push your <laughs> mail alert button on that bracelet you got there. Uh, I, ne I need you to check your app for your diabetes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I dope. turned it off, sugar. <laughs> you got the sugar foot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> sugar, sugar foot. foot. Hey, you might want to hit that my health button real quick. <laughs> My sugar foot, it's the foot that you can't feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you mean. <laughs> Joe, you, you guys That's think I'm kidding. I once foot. witnessed somebody order a dozen cornbread for two people and then they both put they did like the insulin shot into their stomach right before <laughs> they ate <laughs> Shit. Oh, Matt, Matt, I think that this is they both Game ordered faces. by the way that was that was their appetizer was a dozen cornbread <laughs> just to start us off 
<laughs> the appetizer was the insulin. Hey, you know, Matt, I think that this is an awful and service record. Boosh. This is a new. Uh, I think that you served the same people as Andy Fisher during a fucking bread bowl season or unlimited pasta bowl. <laughs> Those are the same. Yeah, they, they probably did. They, 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 the to, dozen they, they went to Dave's to get like their stomach ready to eat all of that pasta. They're like, well, we just did 12 yeah. bread the day before. They were prepping at the, at the pasta bowl. We just both but then in the, when slab. the pasta bowl's not around, they come and order 12, 12 cornbreads to start it off. You're probably not with you. wrong. So you, you worked at the Olive Garden, the macaroni grills, or anything like any stories that really like kind of stick out for you, man? From those places, oh, just too many. Um, but talking about people having health problems, it was a different restaurant. <laughs> I worked at this place that was, it was a, it had been around in Rochester since the 50s. Uh, it liked to call itself fine dining, but it wasn't. It was just like a classic steak <laughs> shop, right? But they make the servers all wear like fancy button up white shirts and the collars and the cufflinks and all that crap. And uh, the clientele was all old as hell. And so that was the running joke that, like, someday we're going to go from full business to nobody coming here in the span of, like, six months because everybody's going to die, right? <laughs> and uh, I, I actually watched a person die at this restaurant. It's so what? morbid. What? I'm sorry. For real. No, go ahead. But you know how hard it is when somebody has a stroke <laughs> or whatever and you got to finish waiting your other tables with paramedics sneaking somebody out the back door on a gurney? Like, ridiculous. I don't know if it was diet related, but you guys talking about shooting insulin and chowing cornbread made me think of it. Like, this this person just like was like not responding while eating. They weren't choking. They just went flush and just kind of dotted out. And that was it. They, they died right there in the restaurant. And Did they leave a tip? Well, they got well, like 15%. Yeah. <laughs> I got their jewelry, you know. Because if they didn't, that's a scumbag move. <laughs> it's the best way to get out of a check I've ever seen, you know. Yeah, that's a great tip out of the check. <laughs> I just, just imagine. Just, they have the ambulance drop them off a block, off a block around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like a, <laughs> a block away. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. See you next Tuesday. Leftovers. dash of all time. <laughs> <laughs> that actually what? sounds fun. I low-key would just want to try that. <laughs> No. <laughs> I, I'll say this: If you want to see a manager have fun, watch them try to keep a restaurant running while somebody's dying right there. It was fantastic. Just pee in their pants, hopping around. What do I do next? This wasn't in uh, the manual. How's everything uh, at this table? Everything <laughs> checking in on all the other tables, trying to distract them from the fucking dead yeah, person. Right. Standing two in the table, way, like, two how's it away. Going? Can I get you some cake? <laughs> oh, so we need a little more, uh, some more uh, bread over here. Uh, maybe. Uh, did you see the paintings that we just got put up over here? Uh, Could I interest you in any dessert tonight, or is this yeah. going to do free, it for you? Free desserts for the tables around the dying party. It's, you know what we're yeah, right. I just imagine like the the managers sitting there, like talking to the paramedic. He's like, "That's tragic." So he had a, his heart failed. Okay, okay. And then he goes next to the next table to do a table touch. Hey, folks, how's everything tasting over here? <laughs> 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 Right, like how's how's Andy? How, has Andy been treating you well? He's been good. <laughs> oh, you got the fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, I love right, that. That's so good. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. What's going on with the man lying on the floor over there? <laughs> hey, you know our chocolate cake? It's literally to die for. Too soon. Death by chocolate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get what you pay for here. <laughs> God, that's so fucking crazy. Just someone died on the floor. And I guarantee someone in, someone on the other side of the restaurant was like, 
fucking waiting for my burger. Yeah, right. <laughs> I see it right in the window. I see it. Just get it. Um, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> Just ready to bitch about soggy fries, you know? Like oh. The manager's got to keep it under his breath when he's like, just get him out before he shits, right? <laughs> <laughs> That place was fun. That was, like I said, it was all old fun. people. Oh, Hell man. Yeah. It was servers that had been there for the like Russian 50 roulette years. of waiting tables. Is your table going to make it all the way through to tip you? And, you know, eh, maybe, maybe not. I, I just quit trusting it after that. Like, I just imagine a death pool in the back. Like, table four. Who's got table four? <laughs> Wait, and that wasn't your table, was it, Andy? No, but it was right next to okay. my section. Okay. So I got to keep going. It was affecting your section. You know, right? Like I'm trying to drop off food when there's like an, an EMT in the way. You know, I could oh, excuse me, pardon my reach. Can you defibrillate that guy a little quieter? Like, <laughs> so sorry, folks. This happens from time to time. <laughs> you're just you're going to the paramedic behind <laughs> corner, 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 corner. <laughs> Y'all come back real soon. Yeah, you guys want anything? Can we put an order in for you while you're... Uh... Hey, guys, we do a 10% discount for emergency workers, so if you guys want something... <laughs> Give the emergency workers to the, the, the waitress whose table died. And she needs a... She's out of the loop. She's down one. Oh, you have man. to keep the count even. It's got to be even. <laughs> that was just like freaking out. Like, oh my God, okay, we're down two. <laughs> I can't sit three at a four top. I can't sit three at a four top. Four when they, four when they came in. <laughs> I, I, Andy, I would have sat you, but the corpse was blocking that booth. <laughs> I'm thinking of two next time I'll triple seat you. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't yeah, want right. to sit next to the the corpse, so I'll get you next time. <laughs> it's that's a lot of publicity, though. <laughs> well, they kept it quiet. That's All Rochester's got the Mayo good. Clinic. They're good at making making deaths. Oh, that news <laughs> <mouth right now. laughs> that news story <laughs> <laughs> never aired. Never <laughs> was it death by chocolate or was it just an old people restaurant? <laughs> <Turn it on. laughs> Find out at 11. <laughs> People are dying at a local restaurant. The answer, <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> <Yes! laughs> so you're working at, you worked at the steakhouse. Is there some other, I mean, where you want to go from there, I guess is up to you, man. Uh, we can, can follow we the story. That, that <laughs> <laughs> so at that place, there was another, they're like, it's all old people, like I was saying, like, you know, coming in. And there was also a lot of old servers that had been there forever, right? And uh, they, uh, there was one guy I remember in particular who was a customer who who sucked. He just had to always give everybody shit, right? And just one of those annoying people that you know he's got some, like, you're hardly working or you're working hard kind of crap to uh, say, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, there was one old lady server who just mm -hmm. did not put up with him at all, right? And so he always ordered... The, the beef stew and she would go and skim off the grease off of the top 
every time she had him, and that's what she'd serve him, right, for the soup. <laughs> that's just the, that's all this because the soup sits there and the grease separates and floats up, and that's the part she gives him. And he'd be like, "Oh, it's always so good with you, blah blah blah." And he doesn't realize, like, yeah, you're eating like liquid diuretic right there. You're gonna shit <laughs> on the drive home. But he loved it, right? And that's 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 the spirit for me, man. Oh, Get him God. back in soda ways. You know? It completely skewed his idea of what beef stew is supposed to be. Like, <laughs> it's not good beef stew unless you shit your pants. It doesn't agree with me, but I sure do love it. Yes. Vegetables in this one. What the fuck? This isn't shiny enough. Beef stew is shiny. We know it's just one big grease bubble. <laughs> it's supposed it's to turn solid after bubble. a minute <laughs> or it's not beef stew. I need to taste it when I wake up. And <laughs> he's like a his whole drive home he's just like licking his lips like a like when you give a dog peanut butter <laughs> It's not beef stew if it doesn't coat the back of the spoon. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. I left that place uh, to go to my first fine dining restaurant, right? And that place was still open, or did all the old people die and the place closed down? Well, eventually the, the, eventually, the, they sold the place because uh, it was slowing down. Uh, I think what happened, there was actually one, so it's Mayo, right? There was an old lady who had 20 years prior, she'd moved to Rochester, because, and she was like 100 if she was a day, right? She had moved to moved to Rochester because her extremely rich husband, who owned some company, had come here for medical services, and then he died, and he left her God knows how many millions of dollars. And she lived in like a penthouse suite at the Kaler Hotel, one of the big hotels in Rochester, right? <laughs> and she was there for like twenty five years and running, just getting older and more senile and hateful, right? And she had some dude. <laughs> who was her escort, and he was like an assistant to her husband who thought he was going to get to take over the company when the dude died, but instead they like liquidated the company and she got all the money. So he had to follow her around. Yeah, Classic. so he became her like handmaiden to, to just serve her till the day she died before he could get a piece of this, right? And this old bitty would not go down. You could see the daggers in his eyes for this lady as he's like got a wheeler around everywhere. And she had her seat she would sit at. And like that just is what it was her spot. Nobody else ever sat at the table. She came there for lunch and dinner every single day. She always had this dude with her, you know. And uh, I, I left before they closed, but they closed a few years after that and ended up selling the building and all that because it was like at first and first or, or no, it was even better than that. It was like at Broadway and Center or something like that. Like it was one of the main spots downtown and developers are, you know, licking their chops for this plot of property. So the family that owned the restaurant did well when they sold it. But uh, but I think what I don't know, I like to joke. Uh, this lady died and none of the money went to the restaurant. And so they went under to just eat their losses that they'd been holding out for her, too. But she was horrible. <laughs> she was she was the worst. She would she if she didn't like our hot tea, she would just pour it on the floor <laughs> and then expect that more oh, hot tea is coming. Oh, like, oh, like a dude. boss ass oh, bitch man. to me. <laughs> the first Karen. Yeah, right? <laughs> She's the matriarch of the Yes, town. yes. Dame Karen. <laughs> so I moved on to a, a fine dining joint that opened up across town, helped open the place. And, uh, you know, at this point, I'd been waiting tables like three years now, right? Year at an Olive Garden, year at a different Olive Garden, year at Michael's. Um, and I'd, I'd just moved back when I went to that that place, the steakhouse, I just moved back to Rochester from Minneapolis. Um, and, uh, I ended up going to this, this 
fine dining restaurant, and that was uh, it was a new place that came into town. And I was, I'll admit, like three years in, I was a, still a terrible server, but got to like try to fake being good at, <laughs> at serving, right? So like learn all the the nonsense of how to speak like a fine dining <laughs> server, and then just pile plates on top of each other anyway, right? Like it's just horrible at what I was doing. But you just walk in, you like that. that Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, would you like a fine selection of soup salad or breadsticks this evening? <laughs> yeah, right. Sparkling or still? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean spark- those sparkling breadsticks? Yeah. Never, never oh, heard of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just have. I'll have tap breadsticks, please. Oh, yeah, God. right. Whatever's freest. Yeah. <laughs> How does a fine? Di- I guess. I guess you right? have a lot of doctors in in Rochester, so like a fine dining yeah. kind of makes a little bit more sense. I just think <laughs> of like other like a fine dining in a non, uh, somewhat affluent metro area. You know, like trying to do fine dining in St. Cloud, for example, it's it not going to survive. Sad. Yeah, now there's there's a there's a huge wealth split in Rochester, and it's it's pretty top heavy. Like one of the big problems the town has right now is affordable living, right? Affordable housing, rather. You just can't find it. And what they're building are all these like condos around town, where it's like a one or two bedroom place is you know fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred dollars a month, Jesus. right? And it's because they're aiming for the mid-level professionals, which is what we get for nurses and doctors and all these people right. coming in, you know, but it makes for, for good fine dining restaurants you you can make bank kissing their asses. So that's a that's a positive. But you get you get some of the worst like like that wasn't my first fine dining or, or my last fine dining restaurant. I bounced around to a few others and uh uh, I'm gonna start this out totally the wrong way. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not racist, but uh, <laughs> oh, God, the, the one group of people in the world that I hate—I learned at fine dining restaurants. Uh, British people can kiss the fattest part of my ass. Just oh my <laughs> God, I hate them. I hate British people. They're the worst. Like. I, I had this British guy order. Well, he's sitting at a table where uh, where somebody there ordered uh, Remy Martin, right? And I said, mm-hmm. "Okay, Remy Martin." And he stops me and goes, "No, no, no, it's Remy Martin." Like, oh, okay. And I go to walk away, and he grabbed my apron <sighs> and like held on to me, so I couldn't go away. And he goes, "No, say it with me." Well, he said it in Brit, right? He's like, "Say it with me now." It's Remy Martin, right? Like. <laughs> I never wanted to just punch a dude that I was going to get 50 bucks from in 20 minutes, you know? Benedict Cumberbatch sucks, dude. But, okay, so (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch, I've been watching a lot of uh, BBC lately, and and I, so I've been learning a bit about the Brits, and I've been thinking about this because I've watched a lot of, there's a lot of scenes in these shows where a lot of part of Britain is there's the service the people that serve and then there's the people that get served. Yeah. So the people that serve are very, yes. it's prim and proper and you have to mind your P's and Q's. And in America, mm-hmm. being a waiter or a waitress, you're like, you're that lower you're, class. You're, 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 but not really because you're just like, dude, I, I'm a fucking rapper <laughs> by day, by night. Like, I don't give a shit that you're fucking like, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's kind of yeah. this, like there's levels of servitude and service. And then like, there's like, there, the American but dream in America, is believing like you're not stuck in the lower service. Yeah, you have it, your mod that's smoking her cigarette that rolls her eyes and asks you what yeah, will it Yeah. It's the sassy waiter here. 
That would never fly in Britain. Yeah. Like, it's to be fair, <laughs> Joe's only really been watching Downton Abbey, so yeah, I only have a one. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ruin have season the upstairs three. And downstairs in Britain, right? That's what you have. That's how it always is. <laughs> Oh, not everyone owns an estate? Fucking England and BBC have been lying to you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been like, listen here, John Oliver, you don't get to fucking touch me, okay? (laughs) Like, oh. Yeah, Europeans in general can, like, lick me where I pee. I love Europeans. Like, I lived in Europe. I love it. But for some reason, serving them here is just some of the worst experiences I've ever had. Tipping is... Not as prevalent of a custom in in Europe, right? Like they, but they all know. They all fucking know oh, when they yeah. go to the United States. Oh, we have to tip. They know it, but they're just like, but they're just put. Oh, I'm sorry, I am French, and I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever. I think I've I think I've made clear on the podcast before that Canadians are also massive dicks too, right? No, but you go on. Oh, I hate Canadians. They're the fucking worst. They're the rudest assholes on the planet. They developed this, I don't know if it's like espionage, Canadian style, to develop the, re- to develop the reputation of being the most people on the planet. They're fucking dicks, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And they're the worst people to help in a customer service. French Canadians? No, Canadian Canadians, like from fucking Manitoba. They're fucking assholes. <laughs> well, they're it's all trash, it's a media conspiracy man <laughs> sorry you feel that way eh? <laughs> oh, oh don't set him off all that's a trigger <laughs> all you have to do is just write justin trudeau a really nice letter, letter. if you throw an unnecessary you into a word i'm gonna lose my shit <laughs> <laughs> nothing to get upset about <laughs> you spell flavor with a u color Color with Please. a U. I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> and don't get him, get him started on how you spell theater. And don't you goddamn dare call college university. <laughs> Uni. Uni. So, so you step work, too far. You um, work in fine dining in Rochester. This yep. is the first time I didn't take it off the rails. <laughs> it was just all of a sudden ca- you mentioned Canadian, the fucking smash root, and then it just fucking loses. Yeah, people, like racism against white. Is this a Scorsese <laughs> film or something? I think it's, it's, <laughs> if you, add, no, it's, you just put a W in front of racism, so it's racism. It's like a baby saying racism. <laughs> it's racism. Racism. <laughs> It's adorable, man. It's kind of, yeah, I know, right? It's, it's the cutest kind of racism. Being racist towards other white people. Xenophobic. <laughs> so, Andy, you're working fine dining in Rochester. Any Is there any other, like, stories, anything that comes to your mind? Um... Uh, too many, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot, shoot and only shit. one person died uh, at the table. <laughs> uh, not, uh, not your not section, a, just the section over. I know that was that was that was the one other restaurant, but um, oh, the other see, <laughs> it's that yeah. place. Uh, you have never heard more uh, that the one thing, the one sentence that was said the most at that old people restaurant was, "Is there a doctor in the house?" <laughs> 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 and there were, but they didn't want to be bothered. Yeah, they never, yeah, they never. I'm on my lunch break. Yeah, I'm just trying to eat my soup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask you to bring me food at the hospital. 
Hypocritic ass. I can never finish a meal when I eat at that fucking restaurant. <laughs> like doctors are like celebrities; they just get hassled at, at that restaurant every time they go in. Oh, I'm just trying to have a nice uh, meal. Put this in a to-go box while I fucking try to save that. We're on a wait for. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'm just gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you this. Uh, this little note, of this buzzer, and then uh, when a doctor comes available, it'll start going off real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you on the list. Well, right, well, first of all, you know what? We'll just put you on some IV, and then you know, as soon as the doctors, they have the, they're the only restaurant that's got IV oh, on tap. Can I interest you in, in some saline? <laughs> oh, do you need some oxygen? What do you need? What would you like? Do you like to start off with some oxygen? Put a little glucose in there for dessert. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> Do you have any just, just all handicap parking? <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole lot is blue. <laughs> For the blue haired biddies. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, this parking section is only for the super handicapped. <laughs> How disabled are you? Oh my god. It turns into that. Around the corner. <laughs> Turns into that is Python it? sketch where they just talk about who was poorer the entire time. It's just a whole yeah. lot of Buicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe. It's just no. all There'd be Buicks. some Cadillacs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. And some you're Lincolns. Right. Maybe a Mercury. <laughs> it's just old people walking up to the wrong Mercury. <laughs> The wrong Buick Regal. <laughs> uh, Andy, did, like, is there anything else that comes to your mind, man? Um, take it off in the left field. Uh, was drinking at the the fine dining place. They had a so they had a, a it was a wine bar essentially, right, with tapas, and uh, was drinking there one time. Not on shift, right? So I'm in plain clothes, Undercover. got a buddy with me, and shooting the shit with with some of the the hoity toits that are hanging out there too. And this guy made the mistake of buying me and my bumpkin buddy uh, each a glass, glass of like twenty eight dollar wine, right per glass. Mm-hmm. And we'd already had a, a couple of beers, and so you know, first thing my buddy does is reach for his glass of wine. Fucking spill it all over the bar and scoop it back up with like a drop, like oh. two bucks worth of wine left in it. And uh, you get to watch this dude just die inside. Like, do I still have to pay uh. for it? <laughs> yeah, he, he did. They rang that up, of course, before they brought it to us. So, you know, good times. <laughs> Shug it and maintain eye contact with the guy who bought it for you. Get a straw and slurp it right off the bar. Oh, no, no, no. The napkin, and then... You you ask the bartender for some ice. <laughs> <laughs> that would have drove that guy nuts. I'm sorry, I can only drink red wine if it's chilled. <laughs> if I could just has a heart attack, I'm like, oh. Yeah. $28 a glass. That is delightful. And then just... That, no, you know what? You know what's worth... It, $28 a glass for a, a glass of wine, but the face that that guy made, it's like a MasterCard commercial. That's priceless. That is an un... Um, like you cannot put a sum of money on just spilling a fucking nice glass of wine in front of a wino. Right, right. 
Yeah, he loved it so much he had to show off by buying it for strangers. And the first thing we do is throw it back at him. Like, <laughs> Your buddy just grabs a straw and starts slurping it up off the bar. I let it breathe, okay? Yeah, you like poured some <laughs> off for your homies. <laughs> He's just like losing his mind. <laughs> Had a lot of buddies go down this year. <laughs> they they love thirty dollar a glass uh, wine. <laughs> you had a lot of homies go down in the mean streets of Rochester. <laughs> Never. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was the stage four cancer. I'm sorry. Was it? It was, it was cystic fibrosis. <laughs> Do you think that's better? <laughs> it's a funnier disease. <laughs> All right, Joe, name your name your favorite disease in my ring. Yeah, top five funny diseases, Joe. Go. Oh, okay, hold on. No, no, no. It's, it's the one. It's the one where the baby. Uh, the the baby looks seventy and like reversed the Benjamin Button. <laughs> what is that disease called? Progeria. Progeria. Yeah. yeah, that's the fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they look like fucking. Uh, You're like, seven, uh, but you. <laughs> they, they look like uh, what was the alien from the Flintstones with the giant green head? <laughs> Marvin the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Gazoo. That's what they look like. They look like the Great Gazoo. <laughs> they got they got great gazoo disease. All right, now give us your hot take on lupus. <laughs> sad, super sad. Oh, is this where we draw the line? Lupus. Stage four cancer. <laughs> that Hilarious. I, that I throw you guys for a loop and just be real serious about lupus. Hey, we don't fuck around. Cancer. You got fucking tumors everywhere. Y'all lumpy. It's hilarious. So, so Andy, <laughs> you just super you lumpy. <laughs> Andy, you we, look we, like a what was the fucking what was the what was the dinosaur? It was uh it had the shell, but it just had lumps every it was it and it had like the tail with the fucking lumpy tail. Stegosaurus? Wasn't the steg no the stegosaurus didn't that had like that had like uh yeah it had like the club tail. It yeah, just had it was, had lumpy uh, disease. That was I don't know how you say it, but it's like ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus or something. Yeah. Oh God! Good one, Andrew. So, wow! Oh, oh, lumpy disease. So, so Andy Fisher, um, <laughs> this is the point of the podcast. It's a great kazoo. Uh, when it goes off the rails, sure. And when it goes off the rails, it, it's a, it, it triggers a, a little segment we like to call <laughs> dueling Cocazellos. Uh, so this is your opportunity. If you've ever wanted to do a Joe Cocazello impression, uh, th this is this is your time to shine. <laughs> What's that dinosaur called? Is that a, is that a, is that a kind of cheese dinosaur? Is that the one it's all, it's all lumpy? Let him do that the, what it's supposed to be? I'm spitting all over the place. <laughs> That's why you have the spit guard. It's perfect. <laughs> Told you. Oh, Were you a scout? Oh, me? Prepared, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was a Boy Scout. Um, I actually was. Cub Scout, Weeblo, and Boy Scout all the way through because uh, my dad wanted other people to raise me, I guess. I don't know. But I topped out at life. I never got Eagle Scout because when I was like 14 and realized like the only good part about this is going camping, so I just stopped caring and 
You can get a single merit badge again. <laughs> we did some cool stuff, though. No, man, you take you take advantage of it because people would like donate money to the troop for us to go do cool stuff. So then we get to do stuff for free, right? Like backpacking in the mountains in New Mexico at Philmont a couple of times. That was that oh, was awesome. rad, you know. And so that's that kind of stuff was cool. Learning how to light fires, awesome. You can't top it, right? You know, but. As a young boy, yep, yep, that's that a great, that's, that's a good thing, that's great knowledge. Boy, that shit's fucking rad. Hell yeah. It's like, you know I can start a fire anywhere I want. <laughs> really? <laughs> so outside of waiting tables, is there any other jobs hey, that kind of come to mind, Andy? Well, Andy, did you learn the uh, how to start a fire with the... Uh, the like sticks? the the wood, the the two sticks and, and, and uh, ladies. The, the trick is a shoelace. Yeah, yeah. hey ladies. You make, you make like a bow with a shoelace, right? You don't actually. Oh roll yeah, the, it with the your bow hand. and the shoelace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And then you just you back and forth saw at it with the bow and the shoelace will spin this thing so fast that you you get going on it. So, and then the bottom wood has to be split because you have to have air. It's got to breathe. It's key. <laughs> Tom Hanks learned that. <laughs> Andy learned in the Boy Scouts. Everybody else learned it from Castaway. <laughs> and people say our podcast isn't informative. You learn something, listener. You learn something. So, Andy, outside of the serving industry, is there any other jobs that come to mind? Anything, anything else that can kind of um, fun one I had when I was uh, when I was what fourteen or fifteen. Sega Dreamcast had just come out. Heck and, yes. Uh, I spent 20 bucks of my birthday money pre-ordering one. <laughs> and, then it was, and then it was coming and I had to pay for it, right? Like, so I had to get whatever job I possibly could really fast. And what I ended up with was uh, I, I, I ended up getting a job as a cleaner at a butcher shop. Cleaner of what? Did that for a summer. Uh, you clean the butcher shop. like So butcher shops, they go in phases. They bring the animals in the back. There's the kill room. Then there's the uh, main dissection area. Then you go to the processing room. Then it goes into like coolers and all that stuff. And then there's the front front of the uh, of the shop, right? And that's where you got the potato salad in a in a glass front cooler and that kind of stuff, right? But so like the animals would be coming in the back, getting killed, and moving forward through the processing stages. And uh, I would show up at 3:30 after school in the back and start hosing down the kill room. And just follow the butchers forward and clean up after them, right? So you're scrubbing blood off walls, you're cleaning hooks, you're then it's I could still to this day probably disassemble, clean and reassemble like the meat band saws, the the sausage tube, you know, press the whole all of these different things, right? So what you're saying is if so, anyone here on the podcast kills somebody, we should call you and you're gonna clean the house. Or you can clean river, the apartment. You <laughs> just hose the apartment down. Yeah, get that right. murder scene Mind all. Wags. Oh, that was the that <laughs> get job our was prints off of everything. Andy the cleaner Fisher. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> On his application, he put I can start fires right there, and they're just like this kid. <laughs> He's I I can start fires, and then he, in quotes, it's like I can put fires out if you need. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Most kids' summer jobs at fourteen and fifteen are. You know, maybe delivering newspapers Lifeguard. or washing dishes and <laughs> yes. Andy's, you know, cleaning up cow's blood. Working at an amusement yeah. park. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking dealing with real life shit. Because <laughs> you the wanted worst? a fucking Dreamcast. Was it yeah, worth right? it? Was it worth it, Andy? Get, hosing you know, down all what? the kill Soul rooms Caliber for that fucking so Dreamcast? Played Crazy Taxi Joe? 
<laughs> a, that, that game is a classic, sir. How dare you? How dare you? You do not besmirch yeah, the agreed. Dreamcast I, on this podcast. This is a Dreamcast. My apologies. Sir. I, I, sir. I'm, I, an echo, I, I'm an Echo I, the Dolphin fan myself. Oof. Did that ever make it to the Dreamcast? I remember that was on Genesis. That's a Sega CD game. I played it on Genesis, but I, I'm pretty sure it did go to the Dreamcast as well. I there wasn't there was some fun games on on the Dreamcast. Sorry, Rebecca yeah. Wilson. What? <laughs> you never played one, did you? Yeah, no, I had an N64, but my friend had a Dreamcast. My other friend had a, a PlayStation, so I got to play all of them. Coca oh, sorry, you broad. <laughs> I was sorry to be so fucking. I didn't think broads <laughs> like video games. Yeah, 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 excuse me. Then with the little yeah. fingers, now that we weren't... they can't figure it out. Now that we're not talking about cornbread. They're too busy. <laughs> They're playing with the paper doll. They're learning how to make sandwiches and smile <laughs> and home men. economics and then what have you. What <laughs> 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 oh, you mean at fourteen, fifteen, you weren't learning how to make minestrone, Rebecca? Jesus, how do you expect? To <laughs> and microwave, learn how to microwave lasagna. <laughs> you guys have been watching Fran Drescher's The Nanny. <laughs> That's just my impression of oh, you, Andy. And Fran <laughs> Oh, jeez! Oh, oh, the gloves are off now. Oh. Oh, I'm Third sorry. Like, uh, yeah, you had you had football cards just like the rest of us. I'm sorry. <laughs> After this, we'll go read comic books together, Rebecca Wilson. I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> we'll go play King of the Hill. Foursquare, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, no, it's Sega Dreamcast uh, fight. Duh. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying on this episode. And it's not just because Angela Lansbury's gone. Oh. I'm like tears Wait, of joy. Too? No, no, no. Joe had a foster dog that he named Angela Lansbury. Because she, too, also was a mass murderer in Maine. And you cannot convince me that Angela Lansbury was not the killer on every episode of that show. Holy shit, that would be... Could we edit the murder she wrote to just words? Just Angela Lansbury did it. It was me again. <laughs> it's like the, it's the original Dexter. <laughs> but done by a delightful British-American actress. It's just way better. Oh, my God. So where, where did you go after the killing oh, floors, Andy? <laughs> um, Once you got the Dreamcast, you were like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm yeah, done, right? I'm not. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, I went the to the thing. killing fields of Pol Pot. <laughs> I can't unsee I this. prepped. Yeah, right. There was, no, the worst part about that job was uh, the scrap bins. There were every every two, what, every Tuesday and Friday, the scrap truck driver would come around. And like, I... Wait, I don't know if I learned what I wanted to do with my life because of that job, but I learned what I wanted to not do with my life, and it was be that guy. Wait. This dude drove a, <laughs> like a dump truck full of like guts and hides and throwaway parts of the animals, right? And he drove okay. it right to and, the hot dog factory? And he'd, he'd drive up to the – maybe. I don't know. He'd, <laughs> he'd, he'd drive up – well, we do. We are close to Hormel, right? That's over in Austin. So. Oh, that's where, they make spam, that's where they make spam out of. That makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. 
So you didn't you know, know where they got it the was QPP going over that way, but but so that this dude, he he, you could smell this truck from Oof. no bullshit half a mile away, right? And and he'd come and pick Ugh. up the scrap bins, and then I'd have to clean the scrap bins, and just like Ugh. cleaning these empty big drums. With God. a hose and a long brush ah. and soap. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I the first thing, the first day I'm getting trained in, we had to clean the scrap bins. And the guy trained me. is like, so now we got to clean the scrap bins. And he puts his head in there and then like turns away and barfs real quick. And it's like, there's maggots. Oh, there's maggots. <laughs> like, that's, like, oh, great. Welcome to the job. You know, day, day one. But there's maggots. This, this guy driving the scrap truck one day on a summer day, no less. It, it spilled. Like he must have been going around a corner too hot oh, and had a no. full truck because some spilled and was on the road. And for a week. Like a four block radius, just stunk of this, the most awful putrid rot you can imagine, right? That like, is a job mm. that you do not shower off at the end of the shift. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now you carry that. You could, you could smell this dude too. He walked into a room and it just yeah, filled up. Like, dude, you got to leave the bar, man. <laughs> Sorry, like you're fucking with the customer. The customer, drink like you can't alley. eat at a restaurant. Everything's to go. <laughs> but where am I going to drink my twenty-eight dollar a glass wine? <laughs> you just like banned from everywhere, every establishment. He keeps a separate apartment, not be due to like infidelity. Dan is like that's where he has to go to clean off just so he can go home and see his wife at the to keep the marriage <laughs> together. He has to keep having a second apartment. <laughs> Decontamination nest. Yes, yeah. and the neighbors of that apartment hate him, even though he's so quiet. It just it just reeks. It's just, he's super quiet, but the smell. Who smells like a dog food factory? Ugh. Yeah, they're pounding oh, on the walls That's like next to a crematorium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh. I imagine the guy training it. Like you know, I I didn't even need to pull away to barf. I could have just barfed into this, and it wouldn't have taken away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get cleaned up. Don't put else. it down the drain anyway. This is our first podcast. This is our most barfable so. podcast. We've been talking about the most barfable stuff. Like, there's some people listening to this, just getting the gag on. Like, it's, if they say maggots again, I'm going to puke. Do you think <laughs> just drop in some dry heave noises throughout this? <laughs> maggots. We got to talk about uh, real girls' poop stories. We got to talk about yeah. boogers. People barf yeah. about boogers. The milk challenge. <laughs> The word moist. <laughs> Fupas. <laughs> we already talked about all you can eat pasta. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought I'd bring that back. <laughs> Gender equality. That's where most of that comes from. <laughs> that's a, that is a bridge bar. I mean, we're nice. We brought you on yeah, the show, soon, and then you have to bring that up. <laughs> And Did you say bridge? I got a bar. Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> We're gonna have to put a warning on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You may. Yeah, don't, don't eat while listening to this episode. Uh, <laughs> you eat 30 minutes before listening to this. It's like going and swimming. <laughs> so where did you go after? Like I said, after the kill floors. <laughs> where, did, where did you go after that? Um, I ended up. Let me see. When I turned sixteen, I got a job at a grocery store. I did that for that, and that's really? just boring and unfun. Like a bagger, and a, right? You weren't oh, stocking yeah. shelves and shit. I was up front 
because uh, I was a good kiss ass, I put on the whole like, whoa, what can I do for you? Boise face pretty well, right? Like, <laughs> so I got to check people out and do all and push carts and all that kind of crap. But that welcome that to Hugo's or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called. It was a high V. Come on, Rainbow Foods. Rainbow oh, Foods. Oh, right. yeah. You know, I uh, I actually did my job. I had a buddy who I worked with there, who one time I caught him in the stock room. He had made a little tunnel around the back of the this huge stack of boxes and then had like like it was like an igloo right like you had a little fort nested out you go back around behind all the boxes and then inside it's hollow and he would just hang out in there for like an hour at a time <laughs> eating gummy worms that man is a and just doing nothing yeah right yeah in hindsight i feel like i was the asshole for being like hey man you got to come put these bananas away you know like <laughs> And he's hiding with like tricks boxes. What, what was that? What was that guy's name? Coolest guy, guy in the, the world. <laughs> that was John. That was that was my buddy see, John. The management's like, I never see John around. That kid's always <laughs> working. He must just always just be crushing moving. it. Eight hours. <laughs> he doesn't even take breaks. I've <laughs> seen once. that kid standing around this whole shift. <laughs> just always crushing it. God. <laughs> One. <laughs> Crushing gummy worms in hey. my fucking trick sport. <laughs> Where'd you go after Rainbow? <laughs> Rainbow Foods. I uh, I so I got a job. Well, first, I'd got I'd started an internship at that point at a, a TV station in town, uh, the Fox affiliate KXLT. And then while I was there, I got a I got actually hired at KTTC, the NBC affiliate, right? And uh, I didn't tell. KXLT, because like my immediate supervisor as an intern at, at the Fox affiliate, uh, I told her, and she told me, don't tell anybody else because they'll get pissy and be shitty at you and probably make you quit your internship. And the internship was fun. I got to like shoot stuff and because they were really bare bones. They were a, the smaller news station, right? So I got to go around and actually like shoot stuff and act like a producer. And, you know, I would tag along with the on-air talent and do all of the technical legwork. And then I would go edit everything because I loved doing that stuff. And they wanted to just work on their scripts and not care. So they would have me do tons of legwork, and I loved it, right? But then when I when I was at the, the, the NBC affiliate, I was actually getting paid. And so I had a bitch job, but, like, the money was happening, and so that was cool. I got to quit the grocery store. Uh, and so I never told anybody else at, the, at the, the Fox affiliate. And then a fun thing happened where the parent company of one of the news stations bought the parent company of the other news station, and that was, like, illegal because you can't own multiple outlets in the same market. Yep. And uh, so they had to pull some strings behind the scenes to make it work <laughs> to get the all the legality squared away. And it turned out I was the only person working at both. And so I was, I was on my shift. I was a, a production assistant and a master control operator. So I would sit and run the on-air deck uh, for whatever hours were my shift, right? And one Saturday afternoon when I'm there watching fucking golf or who knows what the most boring goddamn sport NBC could, could possibly, possibly air in the year 2002 <laughs> was, right? Uh, and I get this call that you got to go out to the to the back alley. We're going to watch the deck for you. And I'm like, okay. So I go out to the back alley. And at this point, I'm 16 years old. I had, like, bleached blonde hair. I wore Jinkos. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a horror <laughs> show walking out of this building. And there's... Marshall Mathers LP in your wad, man. <laughs> nah, man, I was I was like a like a mud vein and system of a down kid. Like, <laughs> and it was so like discman. You look oh, like God. you tripped through you a hot topic. <laughs> right. Yeah, kinda. Uh, you know, a little bit. 
got halfway Pretty to hot. hot Topic, and mm-hmm. yeah, right. If a if a bumpkin figured out ninety percent of Hot Topic, but had none of the style sense to pull it all the way off. You know? <laughs> but like, so I go out to the back alley, and there's a stretch Lincoln waiting for me. And there's a dude in a suit who, like, opened the door and told me to get in. And no bullshit, I get... It's like a mob movie. I get in and I sit down, and there's two fat, old, white, rich dudes sitting in there. And they're like, so you're Andy, huh? I'm like, yeah. They're like, so you work here, huh? I'm like, yeah. They're like, and you intern at Fox? I'm like, yeah. And they kind of just looked at me for a little bit. And then we're like, okay. And then, like, made small talk about my mom or something, right? Like, oh, so what's you? What are you into? And blah, blah, blah. All right, get the hell out of here. I don't know. They were just, like, scoping me out to see if I was going to big mouth about the sale is all I can think of, right? Why they oh. needed to meet me. <laughs> and then, like, I have this fantasy where I'm like, they were deciding if I could, like, spill the beans to get them in trouble with, like, the, the FCC, right? <laughs> and, like, they were deciding if I was smart enough to be a problem, and they decided, nah, so we're not going to kill him. You know, right? So, like, my dumb shit burnout look saved my life, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Thank you, Hot Topic. Right? They were they were like trying to see if you're gonna spill the beans and if like you would have been like yeah I probably should talk about it. like they, you would have been dead they were ready to kill a 16 yeah. year old in yeah. that limo absolutely well they wouldn't have killed me in the limo I'd have got out of the limo and then the lurch who put me into the limo would have just choked the life out of me right then and there in the alley then threw you in the dumpster topic. in the back of the alley yeah, yeah right see I just imagine- you, your, your Spencer's gifts T-shirt saved your life. <laughs> It was a horrible whippet accident. See, I just imagine like they pull around an alley, right? And it's in the stretch Lincoln, and then you they make you get out, and then in the back, like you look down, and a block away is the truck with all the fucking animal parts. Yeah. <laughs> just ready to clean up. They're just like they just throw you into the animal parts truck. Like, you got two options. You can either get back in the limo or you're leaving in the animal truck. Your choice. <laughs> One's dirty, the other one smells horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it'd have been, been great if their chauffeur was the scrap truck guy. Like, holy shit, Tim! <laughs> I can have another yeah, life. They always, yeah, that limo, they always keep the window up. Always. The partition is always up in that limo. <laughs> can you remember any of the stories? Because you said you edited a lot of stories you worked at the NBC affiliate, right? Or is the Fox yeah. affiliate? Regardless. Uh, the 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 Fox affiliate yeah. is where I did like, all the. What's your favorite cool like just bizarre or weird? Because small town news stations yeah. get some of the weirdest shit because they have to fill a thirty minute broadcast. Yeah. It, like, can you remember anything that just really sticks out to your mind? Any story that was just like, ugh, or oh, that's fucked up. They were all so plain vanilla, dumb, pointless. Why is this news? Kind of nonsense, <laughs> right? I can't I can't bring one to mind. I really. I don't know. Um, this dog can't I do remember. stop wagging its tail. Find out at 11. <laughs> no, it was that kind of crap. It really Edna was. Edna here you know? has been making the same recipe of apple pie at her cafe for the last 50 years. <laughs> Let's meet her. And then they sit and have pie with Edna. That's that's how those stories went. It was a trash news. It's local news. They all suck, right? It's all so boring and dumb. Um, I do remember one time, though, they put me the one, uh, one of the one of the on-air anchors. They do the cutaway in the newsroom, right from the main desk to oh, here's somebody standing in the newsroom, <laughs> and they wanted it to look like there are people sitting around working. 
And I didn't get that part when she was like right before the show started, we're about to roll and I'm supposed to go and sit in the in the in the observation room and and you know, either it's my night on prompter or whatever, or just sit and shut up and don't bother anybody, right? Um, she had me come out and sit at her desk in the newsroom, and then she kind of stood there, and they did a cutaway early to her, and I didn't get what was going on. I was spaced out. I, you know, God knows what the hell I was thinking about. But like, I remember sitting there, and uh, I'm at the desk, and like people are talking in the room, and I know we're shooting and stuff, and I kind of got bored, and I stopped like working at the computer, and then I'm like hunched over, and then I kind of looked over, and I was looking at one of the cameras, and then I'm staring at the camera, and kind of like uh, probably picking my nose or some shit, right? But then I see on the monitor up on the wall that I'm like sitting there staring right into the camera as she's trying to talk, right? And I could, and I didn't have the headset on, but uh, the shot goes away, you know, and I'm not there anymore. And I, I come back into the to the director's room, and I could. They were just laughing their asses off because they were freaking out, screaming, trying to get me to quit staring right into the camera while we're on the live <laughs> shot. They're like, look like you're working. <laughs> Type. Do anything. Right. Like. That was that was a fun one where you, you learn not to not to do that shit. That's you know they wanted something real. Breaking the for fourth a wall. Like, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have any other like like anchor freakouts or like where like the the weatherman goes off? <laughs> um, I remember the new the sports guy got. We didn't get fired. He got transferred to a shittier affiliate because he had this. I don't know if it was like a catchphrase he was trying to get through or what, but he would yes. say, "Give me some tacos" every time like a like a Latin baseball player had a good Jeez. highlight. Uh, what and, was it? And he got, "Give me some tacos," but when he would say it in like a Speedy Gonzalez voice, and what? yeah, and so then he wasn't there much longer. And Weird. <laughs> it's like, Weird. yeah, that figures. Well, I, I, I tell me he said it with like a, a cadence, though. Like, give me some tacos. Oh, no, he said it. Give me some tacos. It it was, give me some tacos. Like that kind of. <laughs> and it was like a Tourette's tick for him. He'd be he'd be going through the highlights and stuff. And then it'd be like, oh, Rodriguez had a three-run homer. Give me some tacos. And then he'd move on. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? <laughs> he was like the cookie monster of give me some tacos. <laughs> yeah. Just psychopath, man. <laughs> Double homicide on the south side. Some tacos. So Andy, uh, not only do we talk about jobs on this podcast, jobs that we've worked, jobs that we've done, and the stories they're in, uh, we also exist to battle the scourge, the 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 plague in this country known as Karen. Yeah. Um, sure. But before we get into this, I, I always like to ask my guests, how would you define a Karen? How would I define mm -hmm. a Karen? Um, uh, Karen is uh, a euphemism for cunt. Did that say that's, it enough? <laughs> Give me some tacos. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty perfect, actually. Uh, well, this is a segment that we like to call uh, the Karen of the week. Each and every week, uh, Rebecca Wilson does the dirty work for all of us and, and reenacts a, a, a Karen complaint that we find from Yelp or other parts of the internet. So have at it, Rebecca. Spent $40 on Uber Eats. 
Driver didn't wear a mask and the bag wasn't stapled slash taped shut. Threw it all in the trash immediately and washed my hands for 10 minutes. I've never left a bad review and I always tip well. That still hasn't changed. I tipped him well and said, thank you from my window. (laughs) The thing keeping me from getting this guy fired is the fact that he'll most likely choke to death on this virus in a matter of weeks and leave his bastard children to be horribly abused in the fucking foster care system. Literally... Literally, the only reason that dude has a job is because I know his children are going to have, are going, are are going to fucking bury his bloated corpse soon. Lungs still filled with pneumonia fluid. You wasted my food, bitch. $40 of great vegan food straight into the trash. I hope your children get adopted by a loving family after you slowly drown in your own lungs. <laughs> Andy, how did you define Karen again? God. This, <laughs> this is like a Snickers commercial. You crack it when you're hungry, Karen. I wish that delivery driver was going to choke at his poor... The, the thing about it, too, is it's like you're... Like there's, it's a no contact delivery. They don't like Uber Eats. All those they don't, they don't contact you. They just set it on your porch mm-hmm. and walk away. Like they don't wait for you to like do it. So is she thinking that like while that person is outside, they're breathing on the bag, and that's how and that's no, somehow going the virus. Here's what it all comes down to. This is how I know V. Because they think an unstapled bag. A, a, a group of staples on a paper bag is what is, is the barrier the of protection between coronavirus and themselves. So anyone who believes that and believes this meatless way of life is the way to go, you can go fuck yourself in more than one way now. <laughs> you fucking Canadian. Yeah, right. Well, what I love about it is it getting bent out of shape about the delivery driver. But like, what do you think? Like a robot made your food? Like. <laughs> It's not some dude who's been on a 12-hour shift leaning over it, sweating into your Caesar salad. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Caesar salad's not vegan. That's made with anchovies. The Uber uh, Eats yeah. guy is actually smarter than the Uber driver because he's just driving yep. your food around. He's not touching anything. He's not. Yeah. See- he doesn't have another human being in the car. He's just got your stupid vegan food that you're going to throw directly in the trash like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Because of four staples? Yeah. And then goes after his kids that she assumes he has, too. Like, did he, like, bring out his wallet, just, like, full of photos? Enjoy your vegan food, my children. They won't. He held the wallet out, and it just kept unfolding because he had so many kids. (laughs) It was just all those photos that came. We got a dad here. Dad crossing. All those kids that were going to help bury him together, his bloated corpse from pneumonia-filled lungs. Filled with pneumonia fluid. <laughs> <out of them. laughs> you know, these Karens, what I love about these Karen reviews is they don't use the back. They don't, they just, they blurt it out and then they post it. They don't like look at it and go, should I say bloated pneumonia-filled lungs? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say bloated pneumonia-filled lungs. It's... <laughs> 
dude, they grab their vibrator and masturbate to what they wrote. Give me some tacos. Give me some tacos. I, you know what? I want to watch that guy's sports. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> shitty affiliate he is, he like I want to know, like what fucking <laughs> tiny town in Florida, whoever. From like the you know uh, the winter league baseball and uh, <laughs> La Liga, any... <laughs> Mexican league soccer, yeah, like anything. <laughs> That's a spicy tamale. <laughs> I just wanted to. Do I, that. I doubt he's expanded his uh, Mexican food sports uh, references. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure it's. Let's just give me some tacos. I'm pretty sure it's still. Let's just give me some fucking tacos, man. And the thing is, it's probably some Dominican guy, and he's still saying, "Give me some tacos." Yeah. Was it a Dominican some Haitian guy? guy. Like, They're from France. <laughs> yeah. What was the race of Andy? What was the race of this sportscaster? I, he, he was either Italian or Polish, something like that. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> like, like, real white, a little bit swarthy, you know? <laughs> Give me some sausage. No, that's... <laughs> yeah. hey. Give me some pierogies. It doesn't have... Like, give me some tacos, just like fucking <laughs> rolls off the tongue. <laughs> People are talking about it at the water cooler the next day. You know what I mean? They're like, did you watch the sports uh, kind of news day? Yeah, it was, Rodriguez hit a two-run homer and then give me some tacos. <laughs> oh, that was a different game. <laughs> give me some tacos. <laughs> oh, it's a versatile <laughs> phrase. Tacos. I mean, it, you can fit it with any kind of cadence you want, and it's going to work. It is. It is there, flawless. It, it has good bones. I want to use this next time I'm at a Taco Bell drive-thru, but they're not going to get the <laughs> They're not gonna get the bit. <laughs> they they're like, yeah, you came to the right place. I just imagine that someone's getting in an argument, like hard or soft shell. <laughs> Fuck. I don't die. He's like robbing a fucking Chipotle. Give <laughs> 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 me some fucking tacos, motherfuckers. Anyway, uh, oh. just like that sportscaster, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? <laughs> he doesn't think it failed. He's still doing it in that shitty market. Why did it fail? It didn't. Well, it's maybe he didn't fail, but he definitely got fired. Um, oh, give me some tacos, dude. <laughs> Come uh, on. Uh, Lay keeping, on keeping, me, brother. <laughs> give me some tacos. Uh, Come uh, on. Uh, let's hear it. Keeping, uh, keeping on theme with the uh, the last Karen we had. Uh, we're talk We've been. Uh, so, Andy, we've been doing uh, a, a seg we The segment is called uh, GY Did It Fail. It's a segment we do each week where we talk about different restaurant chains, restaurants, uh, retail spots. Uh, promotions things and we ask ourselves why do, why do you think that didn't work out uh, and lately we've been doing a series on uh, celebrity owned restaurants uh, and this one was owned by Ooh. Chrissy Hind uh, of Pretenders fame oh shit she opened a restaurant in Akron Ohio called Vegetarian. <laughs> what? Vegetarian. Vegetarian. Uh, 
Mediterranean. A vegan wow. restaurant in downtown Akron, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to work. When I think of uh, places that vegan restaurants are really going to work out well in, I think Akron. <laughs> All of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, this was in 2007, and it actually lasted for four years. It's because they stapled all their bags very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the key. Uh, quote, we tried everything we could to keep the restaurant going but unfortunately, due to the current economic climate, this has not been possible. Well, that's too bad. What, what, what the, yeah, the economic uh, the, climate's what did it. Well, just it's just the idea that you could open up like vegan restaurants. I can understand that there's a niche for it. But like who's like, you know what I want to do is I want to buy. Uh, I want to buy an impossible bur- bur- an impossible burger from the uh, lead singer of the Pretenders. Do you That's... think the sell concert tickets in Akron, Ohio? <laughs> it was actually a deal. If you ate at the restaurant, you got free tickets to their show later. <laughs> they didn't even play Ooh. the Pretenders on the in-house uh, music system. <laughs> in vegetarianism, or whatever the stupid name of that fucking yeah. restaurant was. Vegetarianism. <laughs> <laughs> on other ones though, at least they didn't try to like make a make food items out of their music we've, we've we've also been dealing with a lot of that where uh like musicians will try to like make a food item that sounds like something that they've done but yeah just <laughs> this one isn't as is it's just i just thought it was funny barely because again who who do you why do you think that a, a vegan restaurant would work in akron in akron yeah. of yeah. all and why why Akron? Does it say Matt? Was she from Akron? Nope, she's not. Was there like a like? Did she have a thing? She had a, like a connection to Akron? No. Just she was like, you know what? I'm going to open a vegan I restaurant. Open a vegan Where restaurant. are you going to open this vegan restaurant? And like Akron, Los Angeles, San Diego, <laughs> New York City, Chicago, literally anywhere but Akron. No Akron. Akron. We're going to do it in Akron. Okay. <laughs> Vegetarian too. It's, it doesn't sound like you're buying food. <laughs> yes. It sounds like a place guys go to buy parts for their like snake. <laughs> the, the the company that makes signs for restaurants in Akron was like, yeah, we do it by the letter. So yeah, whatever. Like it's we charge you by the letter. So whatever. Veg vegetarian. Yeah, whatever. So I can splurge. And that's why you shouldn't do heroin, kids. <laughs> you want to open a vegan restaurant in Akron with a stupid name. Yeah, apparently they were they 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 drew heavy from Greek, Mediterranean, and Italian influences. Uh, but yeah, it couldn't it couldn't stay open. It was even touted as the best vegan restaurant in Ohio. Well, that's not oh, wow. hard to do. I mean, <laughs> well, there was four of them. It was it was a it was a hard battle between the four vegan restaurants in Ohio. <laughs> Wait, they they were Greek and Italian and stuff. Did they originally try to name it Vegetarian and just screwed up and went with it? <laughs> I think it? so. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> they misspelled the sign to the sign guy, and they were like, "Just go with it." <laughs> we just, don't. They charge by the letter. Change. We can't afford to redo it. <laughs> just it's easier to change it on our LLC stupid. forms than it is to change the sign. <laughs> <laughs> change Let's the just business. change the business name. 
Yeah, it just it just sounds like they just it was it was just complete mismanagement and and they tried to do too much. But again, but again, just a, just just doesn't a, scream, just scream uh, uh, that, do well. So. so it doesn't scream. Give me some tacos. No, it doesn't. If they had been a vegan taco restaurant, I think they would have been fine. Dude, I. Andy, if you remember what this sport, I can't get enough of this sportscaster now. If you remember what his name is, I, I cannot get enough. <laughs> just, I can find out. I'll, I'll, I'll private message. Oh my god, this is like it just made my day. That that's gonna make my quarantine. I would watch hours of his <laughs> stupid sportscasting just every night. Oh. Is that the only catchphrase he tried out, or did he try? Did he, did he like field test any other one? There were there were none that that stuck or stayed around. If he was trying them, they didn't they didn't have the impact. Give me some tacos. Brought a roar out of the whole director's booth. Like they, <laughs> everybody everybody would like feel it when he would say it. You just watch them all get pissed. That would have been great during the OJ trial. <laughs> <laughs> The glove doesn't fit. Yeah. Give me some tacos. Give that. Give me some tacos. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Of give the man some tacos. Before, give me some tacos, though. Really, just it, my 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 brain is racked with that. Like, just him practicing different catchphrases <laughs> in the mirror before he tries out. Give me some tacos. I, I Nate, I was imagining he was like at home making dinner, right? And he's like, God damn it, I need a catchphrase. I need a I need a fucking catchphrase. <laughs> I need a catchphrase. Uh, you know what? I'm making tacos. Well, what is it? Like, give me some. I'm hungry for tacos. Give me some tacos. I'm like, oh, I want some. Scotch on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. Scotch on the rocks. I don't like that one. Scotch on the rocks. Hey, the cookie. No, that one's taken. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Slice that cake, baby. No. Daddy needs his medicine. The Japanese are a clean people. <laughs> no, no, that's not gonna. No, <laughs> no. Okay, back to the drawing board. Uh, this is this has been fun, but I think I think it's time we eighty six the podcast. What do you guys? The think? ninth inning, Rodriguez hits a two run home run. It's out. The Japanese are some clean people. Everybody, people, everybody. <laughs> and the Japanese get mentioned. It's time to eighty six the broadcast. Before we eighty six the show, uh, we have our last segment, Andrew Fisher, and it's called Human Yelp Reviews. Uh, this is a time where you, as our guest, uh, get to review the podcast. Uh, you can do us either as a whole or you can do us individually. Uh, we prefer it out of a five-star metric, but that's just a suggestion. Uh, so you can, uh, yeah. I got to review you like right now to your faces? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you listened to the show before. It's way harder when it's to your face. I it's way it harder to, the to end. do a bad review when it's to your face. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't finish the damn thing. I got 10 minutes in, figured I'd... <laughs> was all about and got the hell on with my day <laughs> that resume song's really catchy but the rest of it i don't get <laughs> oh god all right you guys are good sports five stars oh. hey hey all right i like a five star I'll take it. give him some tacos yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fun thank you thank you so much for doing the show andy uh thanks for having me before we go uh how do people follow you you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all of that stuff at Best Andy Fisher. Uh, 
that's about all you need to know, really. Anything else going on, I post on all that crap. So, you mean you don't have any upcoming shows? I had a slew of upcoming shows. Uh, the the closest <laughs> one that hasn't been canceled is in early July. I'll be at Goonies in Rochester. Um, got a couple other things that haven't been canceled past that, but you know who knows if they'll if they'll stick around. I lost everything through June, so that's fun. Uh, I will be releasing a web series soon. Um, one season's worth. I think we'll probably start off with about eight episodes called Road Lunch, where we uh, sit down with comedians on the road, have lunch, talk about comedy. Um, that's one you can find at roadlunch.com or on YouTube at Road Lunch. Um, also, all the other social media platforms that I feel like putting crap out on for that will be at Road Lunch. That's R-O-A-D-L-U-N-C-H. Um, probably be releasing that within the next couple of weeks. Uh yeah, been working on that one for a little while. It's been just sitting in the can, so happy yeah. to finally get that one off my plate. Awesome. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, let's go, uh, Andrew. How do people, Andrew uh, Wegleiner? How do people follow you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your own fucking business. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, give me some talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I need that guy. I need that sportscaster in my life, man. Yeah, like, I would that become guy. Friend, best friends with him. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm already. I'm gonna go out for drinks with him and just make him. I'm, I've been googling. Give me some tacos. Nothing has come up that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, photographizing uh, on uh, Instagram, that's the word photograph, I-Z-I-N-G, or, uh, you know, the usual, uh, you look in your bathroom mirror, say my name three times, and uh, I just I just show up. With tacos. With tacos. <laughs> with with candy, a fucking man. taco bag. <laughs> I think we have to retire, boo, did I scare you to, give me some tacos. <laughs> give me some fucking tacos. <laughs> boo, give me some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca? It flies down. Ah. Oh, um, hi. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Rebecca.Rolera.Wilson. And uh, yeah, we do our codependent comedy show, um, Andrew Wagletner and I. And that is on my Facebook Live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central. You guys should switch video. You should go into his, like, you know, like just do the, because you're in the same room without being, it's, yeah. Just put your hand on his face again. Uh, Jalen? <laughs> Uh, you can That's, follow me on Twitter, telling tall, I'm telling tall tales. Uh, I'm going to start a Yelp account and complain about this Domino's driver who still hasn't brought my pizza. No! Oh, shit. marked it complete on the tracker. Um, <gasps> oh, snap. So, fuck him up. Fuck oh. him up. So this is, it's going to get Wait, real. You should check your yard. Maybe he real. just left it outside. Just pitched it into the yard. <laughs> it's just in the bushes somewhere. That happened to me once, Jalen, with Domino's. They're fucking... Yeah. yeah. That's what you get for trying to out-pizza the hut. <laughs> oh, jeez. Last episode, dude. That's Hello, a back. Callback. Smez? All right. I am Nathan Smezrud on Twitter and Facebook and Smezrud on Instagram. And I actually have a real comedy show that I got booked on that I can promote. June 5th at the What's Up Lounge in Mankato. 
Uh, What's up? Hell yeah. Nice. That's my Finally got. Who's on that bill? Uh, it's uh, I'm opening for Kevin Kraft. Yo, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have I told you my Kevin Kraft story? Next. Well, next episode. We'll wait till he's on. And then I'll, then I'll, then we'll, let's have him on. And then I can talk about how I saw him on television while I was tripping my balls off. <laughs> the room before. In Tennessee. It's, uh, they call it What's Up because it's on the second floor and you walk up there and it's just like this shady dive bar. And you're like, oh, yep. That- that's what's that's what that's it is. What's oh, this what's is up. what's up. Uh, you can follow me. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Chubby Waiter, as I always say, because I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, you can also follow me, Matt Doima, on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. Uh, you should follow the podcast uh, across all platforms. Uh, we got great new content coming out, some new stuff. So keep your eyes peeled to that. Uh, Andrew, again, it's been it's been wonderful having you on. Thanks again, and as always. Um, tip your Domino's driver if they actually deliver your pizza to your house. <laughs> and can we say it on three? I tip twenty percent. I know. Three already. Two, one. <laughs> give, give me some, some tacos, tacos. <laughs> and have a good night.